Welcome back, everybody. It's brother, brother. And that, uh, show that... No. Oh, that was a horrible intro. But I'm keeping it in because... You know what? Why do we fall? Why do we fall, Jonathan? So that we can get back up. That's right. But anyway, I fell. I'm getting back up and here it goes. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's Brother Brother Podcast is part therapy, part tongue-in-cheek, and all real talk. It's episode 89. Man, we're only 11 episodes away from 100. Which feels Uh-oh. like a humongous milestone. I mean, I guess it is. It is. But like... Yeah, considering how many times Jonathan has wanted to quit this show. Um, I'm At least three here. times. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, Jonathan, that's my co-host. You heard him. Uh, and we're back for another look into crap going on in America. I shouldn't say crap. There's some good things going on. Um, like like that Simone, was it Simone Biles? That, that uh, yeah. clip of her... Her um, competition gravity. Yeah, that thing was kind of amazing, you know. Um, and then I saw the slow down version of it. Yes, super slow mo, dude. That shit, it's insane. Like, looks like stuff out of video games. Like the fact that you can flip and corkscrew that many times, that effectively, that efficiently, and just be like, bam, hit the pad and jump right back up. Like, the guy who had to remove the pad was almost so stunned. He was just like, damn, did I just... Oh, yeah, I got a job to do. Job to do. Right. And then on top of it, I feel like it was so... Such an amazing thing that you needed the slow-mo to truly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad somebody went in slow-mode it because I was like, what did I just see? And then I was like, okay, thank you for showing me what I just saw. Did you see her double uh, flip dismount off of the balance beam? I did not. Yeah, go look that, that shit up. Go look that shit up. The most dominant man. Racist must be so pissed. Like every day, something new must piss off racist. Like we taking all their sports. By the end of it, <laughs> the greatest woman's tennis player, American or international, will be Serena. By the okay, end of it, please explain that to me as somebody who doesn't quite follow sports. People keep saying like she still has more to go. Is she not already the greatest tennis player? She is definitely one of the most dominant. She, if she wins two more turn, two more majors, it will be out. She can win one to tie and one to surpass. Oh, so she still has Point. more to. Oh, she's. I thought for some reason I thought she already had the record. Yeah, she needs to win two more majors for the all-time record. Yeah. So, I mean, if you ask anyone, she's basically number one and. 1A, or she's either outright number one or, or 1A just because of her dominance, the longevity of her career. Excuse me, majors won. Because if you add in her doubles majors with her sisters and her mixed doubles um, victories, like she's basically all in all just the greatest um, women's uh, player. This almost can't be denied. Well, then who are people saying beats her? Like, she's I don't not think number anyone. I don't think anyone beats her. I think they're saying she's on the same plateau as people, which you could make. You can make that argument as a singles person, I think, as a singles player that mm-hmm. she's. Cause there are, I mean, there were people who were who were dominant during her era or, or dominant during their era, I should say. Um, I just think it's one of those the old guard versus the new guard because there are people who dominated like uh, 
Maria Navatilova, uh, Monica Seles, Steffi Graf, even some people before those that crew of, of like all time champions. So and they have as many as she has. Yeah, I mean, there's one person who has one less than her. There's one person who has one more than her. Okay. So, I mean, it's not like it's not like outright dominance. There are. Then, okay, then why? If it's in question, then why? Oh well, I guess it's just a fan thing. It's not that it's in. It's not that in. It's in question. It's the fact that you could build a case for other people. Is this a uh, LeBron James goat thing? Not necessarily, just because uh, LeBron James and Jordan and uh, Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain, like the reason why a lot of you could, it's sort of like that, but different in the sense that basketball had different eras. So you know, Bill uh, Russell has more championships than anyone. He has like eleven between coaching and player coaching, something mm-hmm. like that. Might actually it might be like eight or nine. I don't know. He has a shitload, but. That was also he was playing when he was like six eleven seven foot against guys who were six six. So it's uh, it's not surprising that a guy who has four to five inches on people and is athletic is dominating with the other group of Hall of Famers. Like that's it's kind of like the UCLA um, stretch where they won like ten uh, NCAA basketball championships, and it's like back then there was no parity. So it does. It's not a surprise that you know all the best players went to one school, and then that one school won for a decade, basically. Okay. It was before there were changes in the rules that would make it that more difficult. You know what? I ask these questions because sometimes because I'm really interested in the answers, and then, and then the answer starts to come, and I just kind of zone out. Zone out, and it's not you. It's just it's a sports thing. You're like, why did I ask about sports? I forgot I don't care about this shit. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. I mean, it's not that I, I don't care, don't care. Like, I'm interested because so many other people are kind of interested. And, like, there's part of sports that I, I think, you know, there it's just something interesting about it. But then there's there's moments and I'm like, okay. So, so Serena is about to be the GOAT. Undeniably the goat soon. Undeniably the goat soon. Okay. Tiger Woods, who I think Jack Nichols, Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholas, Jack Nicholas. Uh, I still think he's probably still the greatest golfer. Although you know, if people want to give it to Tiger, I'll give it to him. Boxing, we got that on lockdown. Men's and women. Basketball, lockdown. Football. Um, we'll give you Tom Brady. We'll let you have him. Although Jerry Rice really is the greatest football player to ever play, as far as I'm concerned. But um, yeah. So hard life races right now in everything. Okay. Uh, this is apropos nothing, and we need to get into the concert corner. But I woke. I had this weird ass dream today, <laughs> and we were at some sort of ESPN awards something of the other, and uh huh, somebody. All these people for I don't know why were were praising George Wallace, and then we, you and I started to heckle, and other people started to heckle, and then they came over to us, like in the middle of the thing, and were put the cameras on us, and we're like, "Why are you guys heckling George Wallace?" And then we had to explain why we were heckling George Wallace, and then for a minute there. I thought that maybe there was another George Wallace that we were confusing with. Like, there's a sports George Wallace or something. 
But before they came over, I leaned over. It was like, is there another George Wallace I don't know about? <laughs> and it was so weird. Because I was like, that's when I, like, sometimes when I have weird dreams like that, that's when I just wake up. Because I'm like, I know I'm dreaming and this isn't, I don't know, it's like my mind just, like, inside the dream, I'm like, okay, this is just too weird. I'm waking up because I don't want to be here anymore. So, like, I, I guess I could say I embarrassed myself out of a dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <sighs> anyway, Carson Corner. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, what you got, Jonathan? I guess I'll just start with what I've got. Um, Go Because I don't have much. Uh, oh, next week. Not next week. The week after next, I think I'm going to definitely go to Mount Rushmore. I think I've decided that. What? Yeah, I mean, uh, what sucks is, like, I found a hotel room there for, like, um, like, I could go next week when I'm off for the next couple of days, and I found a hotel room for, like, 60 or so. Mm -hmm. But mm-hmm. like my uh, the rental the car rental for the day would cost more than a hotel room and uh, it's kind of peeving me off a bit for some reason. Yeah, yeah. How far away is the uh, is Mount Rushmore from like the uh, uh, hotel or whatever? I don't know. I really don't care. Cause you I'm get a go- shuttle. Oh no, no, it's not that close. Yeah, it's not that close. You said there are no activities, no shuttle buses or anything going from that area. Well, I'm sure there are, but I want to be able to leave when I want to leave. Like, I I don't mind paying 70 bucks for a car rental. but Plus, I, I'll have to go from wherever I stay, which is probably not close to the airport. Yeah, that's uh, true. To, you know, to the airport. And I don't know if they can... I'm sure they have Uber or Lyft or something, but I, uh, yeah. I'm not, not going to risk that. Why shit. risk that? Exactly. Right. So, yeah, I think I'm going to do that. I was going to go next week, but then I was like, if I put it out a couple of weeks, I'll probably get cheaper deal or whatever. So I'm just going to do that. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so there's that. Um, and then I've decided to just, I'm done with OK Cupid, or should I say No K Cupid? Uh, just because it's like it doesn't seem to really do well with the matching and it just seems like I mean I've been on a couple of dates which were okay just nothing promising and then it just seems like it's a hookup site as opposed to people actually looking for uh, looking for relationships yeah which is like I'm like you could if that's what you're into just use tinder isn't that what that's there for but then I'm like I guess tinder is so that's definitely hookup zone. Right. It's definitely a hookup zone, but I guess with Tinder, um, well, no, you might as well, you know, if you're trying to hook up, you might as well have Tinder and OkCupid and all this other shit, you know, so whatever. It is what it is. Somebody yeah. told me Match.com was better, so maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Give it a try. But actually, you know what I was actually thinking? I was just thinking just giving, not necessarily giving it up altogether, but... Because, like, I'm not looking for a long-term relationship since I'm moving. So I'm like, eh, maybe I'll just wait till I get up to Boston and do all Why that Why don't you just hook up with some folks? 
Cause I don't know how to hook up person. That's not me. Get some practice. You need to get some practice. I don't need practice. This is what this is for. Practice. That way, when you get into a long-term relationship, you got the skills to make this shit last. Get some practice. Because if you come in a novice and they're intermediate. I don't know where you get this idea that I don't know how to hold up a relationship. I'm not just talking about relationships. I'm talking about the stuff you got to do in relationships. I'm talking about the boom, boom room. Again, you need that practice. Again, get that practice. Because if I you, I don't know where the, you're getting this idea that I need practice in the boom boom room. Listen, my if boom you boom. kayak, if you kayak once and then you don't kayak again for seven years, guess what? You got to get back in the stream to learn how to kayak again. <laughs> I'm saying, make you sure know what? you're skilled in the boom boom room. I'm I'm very uncomfortable with this conversation. But I'm more uncomfortable with the fact that you think that <laughs> I'm going on a seven-year drought. I'm just throwing out a number. That's all I'm saying. Throwing out a number. You make me feel like I need to... Well, you know what? I'm not a trash dude, so I'm not going to do that. I'm just saying, when I was single and in between relationships, there were times where you just got to tear through some pussy. So oh, my lord. your shit on par. You don't want to get into a relationship and be like, oh my god, I don't know how to juggle anymore. <laughs> okay, we're moving right the fuck along. Uh, so yeah, so... I'm not taking your advice, but yeah. But so yeah, so I think I'm going to try Match.com maybe for a couple... And actually, speaking of, of um, moving up to Boston, I was thinking about just putting in a... um a new change thing and just put it in for part-time to move. And I'm like, I might as well just do that now instead of waiting till the end of the year. Um, have you heard back from anyone? I know you, you said there's like an email or something that you, yeah, I have to, I'm going to call them. Matter of fact, I'm going to call today to get that email. And, uh, so yeah, you know what? I'll wait until I, I send off that email and get somebody on the line. On the line. That's going to be our update next week. Did Reg make the call? No, I'll definitely make the call. The question will be if I got a response from the email. Will Reg get a response from the email? That'll be it. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm so ready to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, I'm ready for you to be up here, man. It's going to be sick. Right. When, when, oh. I, when I vote in 2020, I want to vote in a state where my vote doesn't matter because it's going to go blue anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Blue Shield Society. Uh, um, I'll be quick with my part of the Carson Corner. I also don't have much in it. Um, But I've been watching some of the Wu Assassin um, about halfway through that um, that series. My plan this week is to finish Wu Assassins and finish the third season of Stranger Things. I have three episodes left. I should have finished Stranger Things, but I got into The Boys, and then I got into Wu Assassins, and I watched a couple of TV, uh, a couple of movies. So I need to just get back and put the final nail in that coffin. Um, but in the big news, Reg, uh, I know I failed you. I did not send you the podcast name for um, for the Premier League podcast. No, you didn't. So you could, so you could get your updates. Um, but did you watch and or look up to see how Manchester United did last week against Chelsea? Four to zero. 
That is correct. Opening up the season against our hated rivals, Chelsea, for nothing. Starting out with the Rashford goal. Rashford goal. I have to make a confession. It's in the show notes. I know. I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to let you have the victory. I was going to let you have it. Um, We're going to have to start this segment next week for show. But yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't look it up or anything like that. And I... I'm I'm getting on board though. I want it. I want I want this. I want it. I want it bad. I want it all. Yeah, yeah. Um but uh so yeah, Manchester United won that was awesome. Uh and the only real big thing that I have going in the Carson corner uh this week, my boss was out again uh all week taking her kids to college visits, which meant that I worked I mean, I work from home anyways, but it's so much nicer to work from home when your boss isn't working because you don't you get less emails and you just are able to do your thing. So, um, yeah, it was nice to be working from home. Yeah, that's good. Oh, you know what else? I've got um, that concert coming up in a couple of weeks. That I'm really looking forward to. A Mouse and Monsters? Of Monsters and Men. Hmm. You know what? What? Did you really not know the name of the group, or were you? Oh uh, no, no, I'm just totally making. I was totally joking. I'm just making jokes. Okay, <laughs> just making jokes. <laughs> Did I tell you that Christine brought that up when I was up there? No. Yeah, uh, she was like, "Did you mention something to Jonathan about not going to concerts or something?" And I was like, "Yeah, I told him that he's a." bad concert friend because he doesn't go to the concerts that that you um want to go to because he doesn't like the uh band or whatever and then i i told him that because you know there are some concerts that you would go to or want to go to but you're not going to go by yourself or whatever so you don't go to because and then she and she was like oh because now all of a sudden he's asking about all these concerts that i know he doesn't want to go to <laughs> Well, I told her, I was like, don't not go to a show because you don't want to go by yourself. Like, I've dragged you to so many shows. If yeah. you want to go to a show, just tell me and I'll go. I don't give a fuck. It's <laughs> yeah, a concert. That's, that's what she said. I was like, okay, I'm taking credit for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Um. Yeah. So, no, I mean, I, I always joke with her about, like, uh, different shows she wants to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll make fun of the groups. But, like, yeah, it's... I'm like, you know, if you want to go, definitely tell me. And she's like, okay, I will definitely let you know. Oh, that's good. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that concert. Hopefully, I'll be able to get the time off to go and stuff. But I'm definitely getting the time off to go to Boston, which is fast approaching. Um, But, uh, yeah. I know. Man, too many, too many tangents. Concert corner. Carson Corner. Jonathan, baseball, go ahead. Let's let's round uh, this out. Oh yeah, yeah. Last but not least, uh softball playoffs start tomorrow for my team. Uh we are in third place in our league. Uh it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be an all day affair. We start our first games at nine fifteen, and which we should win. And then we play the number one team. Um because of we so the num technically we should be playing the number two team, mm-hmm. but 
because we beat them in the season series, we play no because we lost to them in the season series. We play the number one team because we also beat the number one team. We're the only team to beat the number one team in the season series. It's really weird. It's we play them on in the second game, and if we play them, if we beat them, we don't play again till like three o'clock. Okay, and how does this thing work? Since it's an all-day affair, is it like you lose double twice elimination? Okay, yep. So you know you have uh, winners the first two games, and then so the first two teams get buys. So we play the worst teams, um, and then we'll play the best teams, and then from there it's the losers bracket, and it's a whole bunch of you know what ifs basically. Okay, how do you think you guys will do? Um, I am expecting us to probably, I think third place is probably about where we're at. I think the second place team beat us all three times this season. And two of those times we, we had like none of our teams. So it'll be interesting to see, um, how we do against them. If we play them, um, with our full squad tomorrow, because we'll mm-hmm. actually have everybody there. Cause that's the one good thing. Like the all day playoffs is hard just cause it's such a long day and there's so many, you're like potentially hours between your games. So your body gets cold. You got to warm up again. Um, but when you have your full squad and everyone's like, yeah, I've, I'm committed to being here this day. You know, my wife knows that she's got the kids today or we got to get them babysitters because it's softball all day. We're all putting our best effort in for this one day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how we do against them with our full squad. Like the one time we had our full squad, we beat the best team in the league. When we have our full squad, we basically are undefeated. We just don't always have them because, you know, kids have baseball games on Sundays and people have babies and people go on weddings and stuff during the summer. So um, it'll be interesting to see how we do. I will give everyone a heads up next week good good cool um so is that it for uh carson corner then that is it let's get into the news and see what's going on and there'll be a bumper there why because you showed me up when you edited last week and yes I, I did i i cannot fail so uh, yeah, bumper. What's going on? <laughs> What's going um, on? we got an interesting main topic. We're not even going to get into it until we get there. That's how interesting it is. Um, so we're gonna fly through some new stuff just because you know it's a lot of it is just rehashed. You know, same shit, different week. Um, Trump stuff. Trump basically working with the far right government in Israel and Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, suggested that Israel would look weak if they allowed um, Representative Omar and Talib um, to enter the country. And Israel had previously said, despite their um, opposition and their critical words, that they were going to allow them in. But then Trump tweeted, and then they decided they weren't going to let them in. And then a bunch of people got up in arms over that because, you know, what does it say that you as a country basically can't take criticism to the point that that anyone who's critical you won't even allow into your borders especially a person whose family is from the um palestinian from palestine exactly like you know 
it's it's ridiculous. But you know, after a bunch of pressure, they said they would allow Representative Talib in, but would not allow Representative Omar because of her quote unquote anti-Semitic um, comments. Um, but you know, Representative Talib basically refused to go due to the restrictions they were putting on her, and she's like, you know, my grandmother wouldn't want me to visit under these this unfair and Ill, uh, immoral standards that this country is setting they're basically trying to use me as a as like a news prop and she's like i'm not going to do that if i can't be guaranteed the freedoms that everyone else should have then i'm not gonna basically not gonna be part of this theater man how long is this relationship with uh israel gonna last you know like i i just it, it boggles my mind that we're still involved with this country and Nothing seems to have changed. Why does that boggle your mind? Like, there's. Can you imagine what it would take for us to to break ties with Israel? To start, not even to break ties with Israel, but just to start, say, shifting the relationship between Israel and Palestine from ninety five to five percent, from like to seventy thirty. Imagine how dramatic of a change that would be. If we gave them 25% more support and gave Israel, you know, 25% less support as far mm-hmm. as not just financial, but like the way we protect them in the UN, the way we funnel projects to them, the way we uh, minimize and rationalize their illegal acts. Like if we instead were like, we're building a hospital in Palestine. We're building a contained area with clean water in Palestine. We're not going to support or allow new settlements. Like, yeah, I guess for me, what it is is it's just it just seems like what was that John Mayer song? Waiting for the uh, world waiting for change. the world to change. Like, like we're just waiting for like all these baby boomers to f- freaking die out so we can fix all their their crap. You know, I, don't like, think, I, I don't think that's it in this case. Like the, I, the You don't think so? Because like I don't know anybody who like our age who's like pro Israel. Like I just I mean, fit, you know, that just means you don't know enough people, man. If you came to New York, it would be way different. You're in Austin, you're in Charlotte. Not to say there aren't Jewish people in, in Charlotte or or Israeli No, but no no what I mean is like even Jewish people our age, millennial they're like, you know, this is not sustainable. This is not right. What's going on? Reds, it's because of the circles that you swim in. Oh, okay. It's not because they don't exist. Like, I know people... I know people of my, like, of my progressive groups who are super progressive. Fun stuff here. But, like, I got into it with one of my buddies online this week. Over, like, three days. Because he basically was like... Uh, well, they support Hamas and they support, um, you know, they're supported through Lebanon. And I was like, I'm sure you have sources for that. He's like, well, you know, it's this and this and this. I'm like, so you're saying that, um, Representative Omar and Talib have the support from these terrorist groups. And he was like, well, supporters of Palestine. I'm like, I'm not, let's not talk about in general saying supporters. I'm talking about these two women. And literally I got to a point where basically he was like, okay, so maybe not them, but by them going there, that empowers. I was like, dude, listen, how can you be like anti-police, anti-far right America, but can't see how far right Israel is Yeah, right now? 
like you're literally at a sense where any opposition or criticism of 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 Israel is basically almost terroristic or like he at least wasn't saying it's anti-Semitic. He's like, it's empowering terrorists. And I'm just like, that's not true. Like you, you're basically at a point where you can't, you're saying people can't criticize Israel without it being a immoral deficit. And that's just not it. Like, yeah. And then on top of it, you have the, you know, everything that they're doing you know, stealing all that land and just developing and bulldozing and kicking people out with whatever they can carry. It's like, it's just so fucking disgusting. And that's what I said to him. I was like, how can you not say that them taking um, people's settlements and like just stealing people's land? Like you talk about how bad it is and how there should be, you know, more advanced reparations for black people here and for Native Americans in 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 our country but you're okay with them taking it from different brown people like yeah you can't have your cake and eat it too like you it's and and like in his defense and or in his credit however you want to look at it he was like you've given me a lot to think about because yeah there has to be a way to criticize the bad acts and recognize the fact that you know pe- there are people in Palestine who are victims Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's it, man. Like, that's what it all. That's what it all comes down to. Hmm. Um. In in other news, uh, Trump wants to buy Greenland for some reason. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that's about. And they're just like, yo, man, it's not for sale. It's not for sale. What are you talking about? From what I understand, and it, it, this is here's the thing: it's trying to find a rational explanation. For somebody who is irrational, which is probably a fool's errand in in of itself, but from what I understand, it has something to do with uh, claiming the Arctic or something, because like Russia wants to claim the Arctic as their own, and then there are resources on Greenland that if we bought it, we could mine, and then we would have a claim on the Arctic. I don't I don't understand it. I don't really get it. Not not only that, it's also people are beginning to realize that, you know, with this uh with this new changing planet, you know, when that ice starts to melt, there's gonna be green underneath it eventually. Yeah. Um, how how so, depressing yeah. would that be if this was all just a move to get to like like a basically uh, it's a land deal for when shit's too fucked up, and, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that is kind of messed up to think about, like, hey, we got to get... Oh, well, it's, it's kind of the reason why, like, when everyone talks about climate change, I'm like, yeah, a lot of people are going to be fucked. America's going to be fucked last just because we have so much land. Like, there's so much land in the upper part of our country that we don't use that when push comes to shove, if we need to use it, it will be there. Not for but, yeah, but not for everybody. I mean, not for everybody. That's yeah. that's that's the reason why. Like, I can't remember who I said it to, but like, you know, years in the future, we may have wished that we built that wall, just for a different reason. Mm. That's depressing, right? Um. Also, the Dow tumbled due to uh, a bunch of the tariff threats and the fact that. So this is why I think it's funny. The Dow tumbled when Trump as the tariff deadline approached. And then when Trump bowed to China 
saying they're going to delay them because they didn't want to hurt consumers because someone finally told him, hey, you know, the consumer, the consumer is the person who pays the, the, the price uh, during tariff wars, not the countries. Like, we're not, they're not making money. All they China does is just up the price of their shit and then send it in, like, and people are still buying it. Um, but even after he delayed it and basically, you know, bowed down to China, the Dow still tumbled more. Except he didn't really bow to China. Oh, well, he never does. He can't. He can't admit shit. No, no, no. I mean, even in practice, he didn't bow to China on this one because, like. All he did by delaying it was push it down the road so that people wouldn't get stuck with a bill at Christmas time. You know, but those tariffs are still going to go into effect. Potentially. We don't know. Because uh, he uh, may back it down again. Y- you make a good point. You make a good point on that one. But yeah, and it it's funny too because he came out and basically admitted that that's why he was doing it. And people were like, oh, don't don't say that you know yeah. he admitted that he admitted the truth to to the lie of um these tariffs you know the lie is that we're not going to pay for them and we're you know it won't hurt us but by delaying them he admitted that's what was going on and then he came out on television and said that's why he was doing it so you know it was like okay you you can't even you, you can't even so lie right incompetent he lies so lie much right. He accidentally tells the truth. Oh my god. Um, yeah, but that's basically in Trump news. We'll quickly go through uh, our Joe Biden's uh, series right now. He's actually had a pretty quiet week, um, which isn't much of a surprise considering the week he had last week with the uh, I was vice president and met with the Partland kids and the four kids are just as intelligent as white kids, scaff. And then um, he also said, uh, "We we believe in facts over, was it facts over fiction? No, no, facts over truth or something like that. What was that Biden gif? Gaff. But it doesn't matter. Right. Moving right along. Yeah. So the reason why we haven't really heard much of Biden is because, according to insiders and some of people connected to his campaign." They're basically trying to have less events so that he's less likely to have gaffes, which, again, put that right into the worried about his mental capacity category. Um, Uncle Joe might not be built for this. But the, here's the thing, like, we know he's not built for this. I mean, that's why, you know, we called him that that gave him that label of Uncle Joe, because when he would say some gaffy, stupid thing, we'd be like, ah, creepy Uncle Joe or crazy Uncle Joe, you know, but that's not the guy you want running anything. And on top of it, it just, and and it seems like he is getting as much pushback from inside his campaign as he is from outside. Like, I'm not, it's not as bad as, who is it, Swalwell that, you know. Or fucking Delaney where they're like, get out. Right, get out. (laughs) But, um, yeah, because, uh, you know, his campaign is so leaky, you know, um, it, it turns out that it just came out this week that when, uh, I guess he approached Obama or basically Obama was like, Joe, you don't have to do this, right? You don't need to run for, for, uh, president or whatever. And then when 
uh, Joe Biden was adamant about running, Obama apparently went to Joe Biden's people and was like, listen, can you make sure he doesn't embarrass himself or ruin his own legacy by running here? And it's like, if that's where President Obama is, that is one hell of a statement. And then on top of it, his own people leaked that statement. You know, it's like, that's something you keep close to the vest. You just don't let people know about. (sighs) It's... All the signs are pointing for the DNC and people in power to get this guy out. To be like, yo, Joe, you need maybe... It makes me wonder how much he wants to do it. Like, does he oh, feel he... like he's he's backed in the corner and he's like... Or do you feel like he... Is there just like... How does he not see the signs? He's getting it's... beat up in the... In the um... It's an ego thing. It, it, he, <laughs> you don't run three times. And, 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 and it's not, it's because somebody else wants you to run. This is a Joe Biden thing. Joe Biden thinks he should be the president. That's what it comes down to. He's going to be real disappointed. Cause I don't think, I don't see him lasting. When the, when the primary season comes around, how damaged is he going to be considering how damaged he is now? It, not only that, but, um, you look at like some of the, these ladies' polls out of Iowa, which you know, say what you will. I I think is Iowa having the standing that it does in the primary process is bullshit. But whatever tradition and all that noise, tradition, tradition. Um, but Warren is is the you know he she's ahead in Iowa over Joe Biden. Like that's. That's kind of a big deal. Um, I do think it's a big deal. I think it's going to be real interesting because I saw um, some people who are beginning, some talking heads are basically coming around to the idea that um, the, if the DNC puts his full sail behind Biden, he might be able to sail into the primaries or make basically come down to him versus one of the progressive, either Biden, either um, Bernie or Warren or Sanders, I should say. And most people think it would come down to Biden versus Sanders. It's one of those things where I'm like, who's going to... It, it's not so much that she's going to be able to keep momentum because nationally, Sanders is still trouncing her pretty significantly. Um, the question for me is, is one of them going to back down to allow the other one to have the support to really push back against who the DNC pushes. Because I feel like the DNC is putting all their eggs in the Biden basket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like no one really wants to push Kamala Harris because for all her for all her um, Here's all you really need to say about about uh, um, Harris and Cory Booker. They are black people who don't have the black vote. And really, I mean, if you wanted to be really pedantic, that's really all you have to say. If you can't even get the vote of your own people, why should you get anybody else's vote? Yeah, I mean, that really is a good point. And, and the thing about it is just no one can trust if... Your own community doesn't trust you. 
enough to, to be like, I mean, cause think about Obama when he came out and he was like, yeah, I'm going for this. Black people are like in it. Yeah. Immediately in it. Some people are like, I don't even know much about him, but I'm in it. You have a black woman who you would think would be able to get a huge swath of support, but she was a cop. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't work in her favor. And then you have Cory Booker, a black man, uh, not necessarily ties to the Obama administration, but you know he hung around. You know, yeah. Um, but because of his waffling with uh, pharmaceuticals and other big businesses, big or um, industry, people don't trust him. Mm-hmm. And here's the latest polls, just for uh, you know. This from uh, 538, uh, and the most recent is August 13th through the 16th at the time of recording. Biden is at 27%, Sanders is at 16 Warren at 12 uh, Harris at 7 Buttigieg at 4 Uh, Which one is that? Which poll? 538. 538. Oh, is that Nate Silver? Yeah. Fuck that dude. I don't trust his polls. What? No, nah, those yeah, are the polls that, that you should trust. No, nah, fuck that dude. Fuck that dude. Um, but yeah. So, and then of course, uh, let's talk about O'Rourke real quick. Uh, everyone, here's the thing I don't get about O'Rourke. I don't understand why everybody's like he should drop out and run for Senate. I do. No, 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 no. I, I, I understand the old idea of flipping the Senate and all that. But what I don't understand is why they're saying that he should, considering. Isn't don't they already have a strong candidate for the Senate? Um, uh, in Texas, I, uh, that I don't know. Texas, I would, I would assume that they Senate. don't, since they keep asking that that he should do it. Although I thought people also wanted him to run for the governor. Yeah, um, because I thought that there was like a strong contender that was already running in, in uh, Texas, and I can't think of her name real quick, which sucks, and. Uh, Try looking it up, but whatever. But but like from what I understand is like she's a uh, a vet or whatever, and I guess you know Texas loves their vets, and she's I guess softer on the whole gun control issue. And it, it seems like people are trying to rally around O'Rourke, but they've got a better candidate who can flip Texas and, and make it uh, make do it they purple. Have a candidate? I mean, O'Rourke has the infrastructure already, like. He has the, um, he has the infrastructure. He has name recognition. Like I don't know that you could say this other this person whose name we can't even find is the better candidate. Well, but here's the thing: we can't find it, but we're not Texans either. Well, I'm just saying, like you can't be that great. I could find the person who's running against Mitch McConnell. Take me two seconds. We can't find the person who's running. I don't think she is an announced yet. Well, then that's even worse. Then that that doesn't even count. Then what are we talking about here? <laughs> now I think he should get out. Like you know, Hickenlooper just announced that he dropped out this week, um, and he's contemplating running for Senate. And like they were talking about how polling basically says that if he okay. decides to run for Senate, name. wait, just, wait a okay. second. If Hoopin, if Hickenlooper decides to run for the Senate against the Republican, he'll start with a 13 point lead already. Just on, just 
in recent polls as leading up to him dropping out, he was polling at 13 points higher already. These people who are running for president who are not going to do shit, but who could drop out and run for other places because it's going to take more than just the presidency to win and make changes in this country. If we don't win the Senate, then fucking turkey neck Mitch McConnell is just going to sit there and just clog it up. And we're going to be sitting at a stalemate for four years while they try and use any evil measure possible to win the next election. So we need to win the Senate and then just straight start railroading the fuck out of Republicans. And I'll say this, um, Man, see, and this is what happens when we talk about it. We're going to go real quick through news. Um, her name is M.G. Hager. I guess that's what she goes by. Uh, Mary Jennings Hager. Yeah, she was an Air Force vet. Uh, apparently, she rides bikes, motorcycles, which is... I guess. Oh, so that that's her that's her, her call of fame? <laughs> Beto O'Rourke, drop out and fucking run. No, but here's the thing, though. It's like, I, I don't think... Beto can win if you couldn't win because he couldn't beat he couldn't beat fucking Ted Cruz and it just seems like he's a Reg, loser that's Reg. looking for a job as opposed to somebody who actually cares. Ted Cruz is an incumbent. Most incumbents don't lose. Like that's not a, that's not a surprise. Like the fact that he couldn't beat Ted Cruz, he wasn't supposed to beat Ted Cruz. Hmm. That was the fact that he got close that it was even challenging was a victory. That was always the that was always the truth of that story. Yeah, but. He'd be running against another um, incumbent. Yes, but he won't be running against Ted Cruz. And he's had, what, two more years to – or no, not two more years. Uh, four more years to to grow his brand, grow his strength. Like, and if he coupled it with another – like, you know, say a progressive gets in on the t- ticket, like – not only will he have the benefit of down-ballot uh, infrastructure, he'll give cover to other people – other Democrats uh, uh, who are running in the state and running in his regions. Like it makes sense that he's stronger on in Texas than he is on the national stage, especially right now where he's not polling high enough to be a threat. Okay. I mean, I guess we'll, we'll have to see what happens, but I, I guess personally, I just want O'Rourke to get the hell out of Dodge and I want to forget his name. He, he seems like a, I don't know. Opportunist is maybe not the word. Um, I don't think he's an opportunist. I think he is just a person who's trying to figure out his... I mean, he's... he's One, maybe he is an opportunist, but show me a politician who's not. I mean, that's Okay, why you, you know what? Remember when um, he first came out and he, he was like... He felt he was born to be the president or something like that. He said something really off the, you know, out of pocket. I think that's who he is. He is somebody who feels like... How's that different uh, from Hillary Clinton or from people who feel like they are... Like, I'm because sorry. Here's why. Because I feel like they've put in the work to... I don't know. It it could just be that I'm just a O'Rourke hater, but I feel like yeah, I feel like, like he he has not earned the ego that he seems to have. Is what it comes down to for me. He he thinks that just by speaking Spanish that somehow makes him better than everybody else. I disagree something. with that. He's a native Texan who grew up in El Paso, 
he's lived in that community. He's not some guy who took Spanish lessons and learned how to speak Spanish. That's a guy. He is a Texas native son. Like, okay. Like you can't take that away from him. Like that is who he is. Like there are lots of things that you can, you can be suspect on him. Like, but his love for that state and for that community in general, he's one of the few politicians that since he's been on there, who has defended that community from the get-go. That's not something that has just come along lately when Trump started going after Hispanic people. That's been part of his rant. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll bow down to your wisdom on that one. Listen, I don't think he should be running for president either, but it's not because I think he like feels that he is owed it. I think he shouldn't be running because everything is showing that you're not going to win this shit unless a bunch of people die in front of you. Like you're, he's basically like the sixth kid in line for the throne being thinking like one day it'll be mine. Be like, no, bro, you're so far down the line. Something disastrous will have to happen for you to be all of a sudden put into a position to, to, to even run for the president, much less to run against a head guy. Like, yeah, you're just so far down. Do what's best for everyone else by just running locally. Okay, um, then. Um. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's it for the new stuff. You know, Jerry Epstein's suicide report came in. Broken neck, broken bone. Suicide you, report. Exactly. It's. Air it quotes. is what it is. It is what it is. You know. Um. If you believe, you know what? We don't need to go into the cons- into the conspiracy theories or anything like that. It just is what it is. I just, you know what really ticks me off about this whole thing is all these people acting like if you think that there is conspiracy that you're somehow insane or something. Um, And the reason I say that is because, again, I'm going back to the whole Jamal Khashoggi thing. Like, that's what a conspiracy looks like when it's done by people who don't know what the fuck they're doing. Exactly. When they fuck up, that's what a conspiracy looks like. It's Jamal Khashoggi. And when it looks, when it's done right, it's epstein exactly and that the thing about the conspiracy theory is like most conspiracy theories i think are things that it's not just that they're unlikely that it's like not feasible you know right um like the faking the moon landing like you can see stuff on the moon with telescopes on the earth so you know that's a real good faking but this this is very easy. He was in a prison, in a cell by himself, where, you know, with guards who were quote unquote overworked and he and his neck was broken. You know, yeah, like not who, only, in the, not who only in that the, but okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying not only that, but for conspiracy to work, it doesn't necessarily mean you need to put people in place to go in there and snap his neck and do all that stuff. Sometimes all you need to do is put people in the right position so that things can happen. You know, you make sure that you get the shitty guards who are always sleeping on the job and are overworked. You make sure they're the ones protecting him. You know, you take him off a suicide watch so that, you know, people who should be watching are no longer watching you, you know, get rid like, of his you get rid of his cellmate so that you know right. there's not another witness there. Oh, there's a storm coming through. 
There go the cameras. Oh, he broke his neck. We just found him unresponsive. Yeah. So, whatever. It sucks. But I don't I don't know if people are saying that the, that doesn't mean the end of like the investigation and you know I believe all that but uh um but if the people who wanted him dead are the ones doing the investigating <laughs> I don't think I I just don't think that we're going to see any big names being taken down from I, all like, this I saw someone on Twitter who said like they should be, they should give him um states rights so like like people can publicly see the body oh yeah state burial yeah i saw yeah, that too like let us see the body well that's the thing it's just like even if if something did happen to him where he didn't kill himself or they he was given the opportunity to kill himself however you want to look at it um even if that was the case the fact that there's no independent like would you trust anyone they hired to do an independent autopsy, you know, I would trust anybody the f- estate hired. I think maybe. Like I, I, that's the thing. I think about all the evidence that they're gonna find in his on his the, the island that they raided in his office and his house. Like, is any of that even gonna come out? Like, if there were videos, do you think any of that's gonna come out? Probably not. Yeah, it just sucks that that's the kind of world that we live in where. You know, all these rich and powerful people can just get away with this blatantly open in the light of day. I mean, and that's the thing I always think is so funny is when people are like, the rich and powerful don't work like that. And I was like, the hell they don't. The, not, not only the hell they don't, but like they've been doing this throughout history forever. Merkin people who had evidence are Merkin people so that they didn't become a uh, a problem before, you know, it was an issue basically yeah well anyway um that sucks but yeah it's what it is yeah a lot of people are sleeping very very you know a lot of people are sleeping much easier now because he is gone though his victims are suing his estate for like a hundred million dollars not that you know i'm just saying i guess they'll get something out of it so it's not all bad? I don't know. That's a yeah. weak silver lining, I think. Um, well, it is what it is, and, you know, it's out of our control, so... Um, we're just going to move on to our main topic. And our main topic is one that is interesting and very different. But it's one that you and I have discussed many a time. And it is the fact that... Uh, you know what? I'll quote... Hannibal Burst before we get into it. Actually, no, I won't. We're talking about porn. <laughs> well, are you going to quote um, from uh, Doug Stamper? Yeah. Go to you, porn nigga. That shit, that is, shit free. is free. And that's what we don't... That's sort of what we're talking about right now. Because something I've noticed online uh, is just lately... And it's always been there, especially, you know, with the internet, but on Twitter, it's always been there. But recently, it seems like there are just tons and tons of models and cosplayers and influencers who are basically like, look at my half-naked body or look at my topless body. Now come to my website for, you know, come to my, I have a Patreon, you know, or, or Snapchat, gets you, uh, or $50 gets you a lifetime 
to my Snapchats. And yep. And access to all my archive videos and all this other stuff. And I guess I don't understand why people are paying these people. Like, I see a couple of them who are like, hey, I need a coffee this morning. Will someone send me one? And then some people will send them, like, 50 bucks. So, like, I guess I'm getting coffee all week. And you're just like, why? Like, you don't get to sleep with them. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't I don't understand it either. It's something like I've wanted to understand and I've tried hard. But it's like how to put it It's something that I've tried hard to understand and I don't and I don't know how to, how would you put it? I guess why buy the cow if you get the milk for free? Boom. You know, I mean that's that's very derogatory and probably problematic, but I mean, that's really what it comes down. Like, I don't get these guys who just feel the need to, and some of the, well, you know what? I'm not going to get on about their, their looks or anything like that. And here's the thing. I'm not getting at the, these cosplayers or these models or Instagram models who do lewds and things like that. I'm not slamming them. What I'm slamming is the guys who pay for this stuff. Because, you know what? Truth be told, if somebody was paying for my bath water, I'd sell it. Oh, 100%. I, 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 here's the thing. I, I'm not mad at the hustle. I'm not mad no. at the hustle. No, I get it. From the, the ladies, and I assume there are also men who are doing that as well. I get it. Like, I think it makes sense. I respect the hustle. Yeah, get that money. But for the guys and the ladies who are paying these people... Especially for people who have, like, videos, who already have videos on Twitter or who have, like, videos on, like, you know, whether it's YouPorn or X videos or whatever source you use for, for to get your videos or your images. If they already have that stuff out for free, why are you then paying for more? Right. Especially when it's, like, especially, and here's, a, here's one that I really don't understand. These dudes paying for this stuff when they're not actually seeing any nudity. You know, like, a lot of them will just show, like, will wear, like, pasties or whatever. And then do, like, topless stuff, but then you don't see... Like, if you're not actually seeing the nipples and stuff, what what's, what's that all about? What is the point of it? And I guess maybe people have deeper porn... I don't want to say addiction, but maybe like needs or desires or whatever, or maybe they're porn. Like they're like, maybe I'm very basic porn. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm basic as fuck when it comes to porn and it comes to like, but here's the thing that though, outside like, influence. I feel like there's a fetish. There's a fetish for everything oh, and you can find like that it, fetish. There everything. is one, but like, I feel like that stuff is, there's enough free content out there that, okay. You know, I just don't get it. Maybe it's, Maybe it's the fantasy of maybe she will notice me kind of a thing. Like, that's something I guess I could understand-ish. No, I can't um, understand it. I, I just... Again, and maybe it's because I'm cheap. Maybe because I feel like my money should be spent differently. But 
like you said, you can find just about any fetish you're looking for. Hell, and if man. It's, you can find it free. What? I just don't. Do you get a thrill from paying for it? Is like, is that part of it? Because I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> there, that any finish you have, it's out there. You can probably get it for free. If if people can satisfy their incest fetish everywhere, like it's all over the internet. It's not hard to find. Then I feel like there's nothing that is off limits. You know, and not only is nothing off limits, but again, you you don't have to pay for this stuff. Is it is it just because they're they're fans? Oh my goodness, is it like mm, paying for, you know, just like going to the movies, kind of a thing? You know, supporting your artists. Um, I that I guess I can make sense. There's a um a a person who is, a, I guess, a furry, you call him, mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, that strangely enough, through another person, I've been, I started following. Oh. And, and, <laughs> well, the funny thing about it is, I, <laughs> I'm not going to kink shame, but that, that made me laugh. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not into furs or anything. I, I actually find uh-huh. it interesting. I actually find it interesting, like, no, I get it. Like, there's some porn stuff that, like, I, not necessarily am I, you know, looking it up or anything like that, but, like, I'll, I've checked out just to be like, what is this all about? You know, you fall down a rabbit hole and you're like, what's this? What's going on over here? Well, I just think it's funny to, like, see this, not funny type of word, interesting to see this, like, one, I just think they're a funny follow on Twitter because, like, they do everything Everything they do, they turn into a cow thing, which I think is like the dedication to that is funny. It's kind of like, um, do you follow uh, Wolf Wolf tweets? Yeah, on, uh, yeah, oh, I do. You know, uh, sick of wolves at sick of wolves. Uh, title not a wolf. You know, it's basically right. every same thing with that. Like, I think that's hilarious. But then I see people who are like in that community who are like, I bet they would buy bath water from this person. And that's the thing. Like people have bought that bath water and were drinking it and got drinking sick. it. Oh, fuck bro. One, you're fucked up. If you're buying bath water, that's fucked up. That's number one. Number two. Uh, why you like, why, 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 why drink bath water? You know? Right. Like, I know that's a phrase. I would drink her bath water. But, ugh. Nobody well, just would buy, drink anybody's bath water. Buy stuff that makes sense. Like, someone's underwear. A signed poster. Like, But even that, so I don't get it. I just don't understand that community and those people. Like, no, I, I, listen, if you're into... If you're into someone sexually... I can see why having someone's underwear... I mean, eventually the smell's going to go away, I hope. But I understand how that's like your baseball card. That's your sign. Oh! I get that. Like, it's... it's listen, it's just... I'm not that turned my stomach in ways you I'm can... not kink-shaming, is what I'm trying to say, right? I guess I am kink-shaming, then. So Does I that get why... Is a bad person? I don't know. I mean, yeah. 
I get I get that. Bathwater? That's just a step too far. That would be like if I was a huge I'm a huge um soccer fan, Manchester United. It would be like if I got a vial of David Beckham's piss from nineteen from after the uh the big victory in nineteen ninety-eight. Like that's taking your obsession and your love of something too far. And that's what bathwater is. It's just going too far. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, like I guess that's something I'll never ever be able to understand. Um I uh you know, I, I just think there's better ways to give your money. Like like I I better ways to spend your money. There's better ways to waste your money, if we're being honest. But yeah, so that's just the way I feel about it. You know, if if you're like, yo, um, I want to give my money to somebody who for their bathwater, I guess, do you, but please don't drink it. Please, please don't drink it. Well, before we go, uh a few stories that came from the internet just because I love this segment. It came from the internet. And something I'm all about this year, um, two things I'm all about this year. Number one, I've mentioned this multiple times on the show, uh, people falling. Now, I'm not – I want to say this. I'm not making fun of this, but it's just something I've been tracking because at first I, I was like, what is up with people falling to their deaths? Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, what is up with people falling to their deaths? We have an epidemic of people walking off of cliffs, off of waterfalls, down hills. I mean, you got people getting attacked by creatures because they're more focused on getting a selfie and getting the perfect picture. Um, someone fell again uh, last week in Yosemite trying to get a picture at a waterfall. Uh, just went right over the side of the waterfall, hit a bunch of rocks. I believe they're in serious condition, so they didn't die, so that's good. The, the tally, I believe, is still at 29. Um but the other thing that I have been seeing all over Twitter and all over the internet recently is people getting hit by cars. Yeah. And I am fucking yes. here for it. Here Except for it. there was one I saw this week that I didn't like because the black guy, lady? Yeah. That she that that wasn't like people getting <laughs> we shouldn't laugh at people getting hurt, but whatever we do. But that woman tried to kill that man. Oh yeah, she should be. Uh, she should be arrested for attempted murder because it's just like remember the the one. And this was the one that started for me a couple of months ago when I really realized that I kept seeing these people videos. And they, I'm not searching these videos out. These videos are coming on my feed, and I keep dying over and over again. Mm-hmm. But the two old white dudes who are fighting each other, and one guy pushed them push the guy and i mean like these dudes were elderly and this guy stumbled stumbled fell off the curb and then got hit by a vehicle but the vehicle at least stopped enough so he didn't get hit so hard but he definitely got thrown and he was old so he probably was pretty hurt but i'm here for it the one i saw this week with the white guy who was getting ready to fight the black guy yeah and the guy's like i'm here for it He's like, yo, man, I'm mad. I'm trying to make money. And the guy picked up that stool. That dude ran off. And this is the thing. I'm like, people don't look in the street. Yeah, like, th- just just some situational awareness is all, all these people need. 
Yeah, because he got trounced. That guy, that dude, the white dude, sounded like one of those screaming goats. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. So yeah. that, for me, that that's something that came from the internet. Okay, for me, for what came from the internet, um, this guy started this uh, Twitter thread uh, that black people are so so respected, kind of a thing, and it was just hilarious because um, it started out with, um, I, I think, what did he say? Hold up, let me pull the tweet. Um, Black men are so respected that every time I go for a run at night, people cross the road to give me space. Fitness first. Love it. And then, like, there are all these things, like, uh, black people are so respected that security follows me around the store to make sure I'm safe. You know, and basically all these things that black people have to deal with, but spending it in a positive way. (laughs) And I just freaking loved it. I lived for it. Yeah, some of those were just absolutely hilarious. I think the fitness one is the best one. Fitness first. Yeah. Oh, that and the one is like, uh, black people are so respected. Black men are so respected that um, when white women see me walking, they hold on to the purse extra tight because they don't want anything to fall and me to trip on it. <laughs> uh, this one, uh, this lady said, sometimes salespeople will tell me how much something costs before I've even picked it up. You can't buy a customer service like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then i i jumped in and i said black people are so respected potential employers don't call them back for interviews because they know they won't like working there they really they really respect our time oh that's awesome yeah so like i you know that's the kind of stuff that i live for on the internet and speaking of internet stuff like i wish my internet feed was more like my um Instagram feed for some reason, you know, mm-hmm. like my, I, I look at my Instagram feed and I'm like, oh, this is fun stuff right here. But then like my internet is just be, I, I guess too many people finding too many douchebags to retweet. And I'm trying not to do that so much. Like, I think I'm going to stop political stuff on my feed and just use the face the brother brother feed to do that for now on. Oh, I like that. I probably won't, but I like it. <laughs> But yeah, so um, yeah, so yeah, I, I did have a um, uh, we shall overcome. But you know what? This has been a nice show, and I I want to end it on something on something good. So people getting hit by cars. Something yeah, good. people get it. Listen, <laughs> go watch some videos. People hurting themselves in stupid ways, and and um, yeah. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Exactly. <laughs> you dumb. Enjoy not being the person who's getting crushed, you know? That's a horrible way to go, though. What, getting hit by a car? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, hey. Did you see the it's... one with a skateboarder where the guy was, um, he was skating, he was doing this trick or whatever, and he went off the edge, and, and people are filming him. Like, he's got a spotter, and I don't know why his spotter didn't say anything but he goes right off does his little trick goes off the sidewalk bam <laughs> hit by a car and his his elbow or arm is just dangling it's like yep that's not good nope that's not good well just your spotter you're like yo bro be like yo car 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 that's all you gotta say yeah i also wonder uh, why these people post this stuff 
because uh, it's hilarious. Well, no, but I'm saying like if I did some, if I film myself doing something really dumb, uh huh. Um, I don't know that I would. Well, that's the thing. You can't film yourself doing something, but others can film you doing something dumb or something bad happening to you. Then they post that shit. You think that guy who who almost got into a fight, ran away from a fight, and then got hit by a bus while running away from the fight? You think he wanted anyone to see that shit? True, that's true. But I wouldn't. I also wouldn't. I gotta kill myself. I (laughs) I also wouldn't post my friend getting, you know, bodied like that or something. You know, I would. Like there's, I, I saw this video where this guy was on. He was biking off of a roof. Be- there's, I guess, like this building at this college where it had one of those architecture things where, like, it went from the roof all the way to the ground or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "I'm gonna bike this down this whole thing," and he goes down and wipes out halfway through and just rolls all the way down and fucked himself up. And I'm like, "Why? Do you have a link for this?" Uh... It was a, lo- a while ago. I, I don't. I could probably type in guy bikes off a building or something and maybe find it. But yeah, and I'm like, these were his friends that posted that. Like, why? Because. It's hilarious, and it's not you who's going to have to... Um, who's going to have to take the pain of embarrassment. Hmm. I mean, that's the joy of it. That's the reason why we. Wa- that's the reason why there are a thousand bike wipeout videos because they're awesome. Yeah. I so suppose. that's what we're saying. Treat yourself. Go watch someone else get hurt, so that you can protect yourself. And um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, as always, please speak your truth. Tell your story and stay and woke. Stay woke. You can find John at TempeWMF on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find his other stuff at TempeSworld.com. And you can find Reggie at Hedonis, that's H-I-D-D-A-N-A-S. He co-hosts In My Humble Opinion and the Cinema Chat Podcast.